Welcome everyone, thanks for joining me today on this new episode of our series on innovation in large European companies. I'm glad to share with you another story on innovation, another feedback on tech experiments, and certainly another vision on real estate future. And for this, it's my pleasure to welcome Fabrice Aubert, who is Deputy Managing Director of Next City. Thank you very much, Fabrice Aubert, for answering PlayStech's question. Um, I remind our listeners that Next City is the leading real estate company in France. Uh, the group has many branches running from construction, transaction, property management, investment. So maybe my first question will be, how does the group that size and that diversity manages to coordinate on the innovation initiatives? Well, first of all, thank, thank you very much for having me. Um, well, Next City is, is actually a very entrepreneurial company. So we are a very de decentralized company. Uh, with with uh, subsidiaries uh, all over France in in many many lines of work, um, property development as you said, uh, but operations uh, services as well, and so my my first mandate when I joined Nextity in in 2015 2016 was to create an innovation department, um, uh, which of course uh, did not have the role to. Uh, innovate in the stead of these uh, subsidiaries. Everyone should be an innovator, but uh, uh, to coordinate the effort uh, and to make sure that we foster innovation everywhere. So that's the the, the first the first answer is this: you have to make sure that the group that's so decentralized has some innovation effort on the ground and and, uh, and I mean some innovation uh, effort at the headquarters. Um, and technically, we have an innovation strategy with three legs. Um, so we have this innovation department, which is now called the new offers department. Uh, we have a small uh, venture capital uh, department as well, a corporate venture capital uh, department with a team that is uh, directly investing uh, in startup uh, and takes minority stakes in, in, in companies. And, and we also have, uh, we are very strong in, in digital innovation and, and UX, UX UI. And so we have developed a lab, uh, which is specifically targeted at, at uh, customer experience and customer satisfaction. So we are we have a, the, the perfect toolbox, I think, now to <laughs> mission pretty much everywhere and on, on the lines of work that, that we have. Are, are there some projects targeted towards one branch uh, or are there also cross-branches uh, projects? We, we have both. Uh, so technically, we have very specific uh, innovation products or, or, or companies uh, within specific lines of work, for example, the morning, which we probably will have to talk about later, uh, which is the French uh, leader, or at least the Paris leader um, in, in co-working, uh, of course, is, is very focused on, on, on commercial and office real estate. Uh, but we also have investments in companies that are technically general, general purpose technologies. Uh, so, for example, for example, we have invested in, in 3D companies, uh, mm -hmm. a company called Realized. Uh, which is a pure player of 3D, um, uh, which has developed uh, the uh, Nexity configurator, uh, which is the, uh, the 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 IT system with which you can technically choose uh, personalize your apartment when when you buy an apartment uh, with Nexity, which of course hasn't been built yet, so you have to choose <laughs> on the on the on the 3D model. <laughs> So yeah, it can it can be uh, either in construction or, uh, or transaction, as you mentioned. Um, how do you you source the uh, innovation needs? Does it come 
bottom-up from uh, the subs or uh, uh, from a strategic roadmap which will be uh, centralized? Well, I think, I mean, it, it's pretty much like anywhere. It, it's, it's, it comes both ways. So we yeah. have a pretty strong top-down policy because, of course, we have a central strategy and we try to detect some trends uh, in advance of the market. So Nexity is, the, the as you said, the, the market leader. And so we try, try to stay ahead of the curve and ahead of the wave. Uh, but we also have uh, very direct proposals from the teams on the ground, uh, sometimes with uh, startup collaborations um, and, and sometimes just with uh, new incremental ideas about the, the, the project projects and, and the products that we make. Um, and so we, we trust the, the, uh, the intelligence of our uh, of our colleagues um, on innovation, we we had we used to have, uh, for example, a, a big um, innovation contest within the company uh, for uh, Nexty workers uh, called Next Idea, uh, which was uh, a, a free for all uh, uh, contest where people could start pitching projects, uh, and we would incubate the, the best projects in London. So we we have a very open innovation. Um, uh, policy and culture at Next City. Uh, we are we are real estate developers, so we don't do direct R and D. We have no R and D specific department, but we look for innovation everywhere, including uh, uh, in in every team that we have uh, here at Next City. <laughs> You, you mentioned also startups uh, because you rely a lot of them uh, to fuel your innovation strategy. Um, how do you make sure the collaboration works with them and that the projects actually deliver value? Uh, we, I mean, we have uh, now 10 to 15 lines uh, in direct investment. We also have invested in three different venture uh, capital companies, so um, uh, which are Demeter, New Fund, and LIA Capital, which are well known uh, in, in France. Uh, and so we have now integrated, I think, the, the, the startup mindset and, and culture, and we understand each other pretty well. Um, and, and so I think that has helped. Uh, we we are we are a mature company in terms of uh, relationships between uh, a big corporate and uh, and, and startups. Um, I think the first success conditions uh, success condition for a collaboration with startup is that it shouldn't be artificial. It has to be mm. the solution that uh, your subsidiaries or uh, your customers uh, need. Uh, when you take the decision to either um, do a partnership or to invest within that company, um, if your subsidiaries are not willing, uh, then then it's obvious that uh, the effort would be straining on the long run. And so you have to make sure that there's a perfect product market fit, both internally and externally, if you want the collaboration to work. And hopefully, we we managed to do do that uh, quite a few few times now. Yeah. So we have. Uh, uh, we of course we we have a track record which is um, not only with successes but we have a few successes to account for. So yeah, do, do you have startups that uh, work particularly well within uh, Nexity? Uh, I, I mentioned the morning earlier. I think it's a, it's a big success. We have another company called Iptown, uh, which is also doing co-working um, uh, as well in France. It's a company that we have uh, started from scratch uh, with its uh, managers. Um, and so these companies are companies with which we work really well uh, on real estate project development, uh, for example, in, in competitive processes and, and, uh, and uh, real estate urban contests. 
Um, and uh, these companies are now really part of, of winning teams that we managed to uh, put together, both within the traditional next city lines of work and within uh, the, the new branches with startups uh, like uh, Morning, like Cape Town, or companies like uh, Urban Campus. If we take the question from the startup perspective, what do they have to win from working with you? Well, but technically, they win three things. Of course, they have access to the market leader. Um, mm. So uh, it, it, it counts for, for something. Um, of course, they get access to, to funding uh, and, and not only uh, capital funding, but also funding for projects. Uh, for example, uh, Nexity is, is the financial backup and warrant uh, for uh, companies um, like, uh, like Morning. Mm. Uh, who are tenants uh, in the the big operations uh, that they, that they have, uh, so it's uh, it's both access to leadership, market credibility, and financial credibility. And the third thing is that uh, when they work with us, they have access to each other. So it's it's also <laughs> an ecosystem uh, between them uh, that uh, sometimes gives very interesting results. Yeah, yeah, like a, like a hub of startups. Exactly. Um, yeah. Today, uh, Fabrice, you don't belong anymore to this innovation department you created. Uh, your, your mandate has uh, expanded. Uh, I think you, you cover uh, international institutions, M&A, am I right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yes. Pretty much. So uh, if, if you look back on your mandate, which analysis can you make on uh, Nexity's change uh, over the last five years? In which field has the company more evolved? Uh, well, Nexity in, best, in the past five years has been a, a success story. Um, of course, there's a COVID period to account for, yeah. but uh, 2021 was the, the uh, I think, the best year in terms of, re of results uh, of all time for, for Nexity. And so if you look back uh, from 2014, basically the company has doubled uh, in size, um, uh, in result. So it's, it's been a very fast and important growth. Uh, within the the, the, the past uh, six, seven years. Um, and so we have changed in pretty much everywhere. So the, the, uh, we, we moved from a, a, a global developer uh, uh, program and ambition to a global operator program and mm. ambition um, uh, where, of course, we want to uh, be a rested developer but operate services as well. I think it's, it's very important for us Uh, to create value uh, for cities uh, um, and, and for local governments. So when you build a, a new building and you stay for a long time as an operator, of course, uh, the mayor will look at you differently. And so we try <laughs> to look for that uh, particular effect. Uh, th that's true of local governments, but that, that's true also of, of uh, large institutional investors. Um, which are the ones I take care of, uh, uh, who are very happy to have a, a real estate developer that's also an operator. Uh, and sometimes we be the tenant, but uh, sometimes for, mm. with a, a management contract, we'll just make sure that the, their investment uh, is, uh, stays uh, liquid uh, and profitable on the long run. So we, we are now really bo working on both legs, um, uh, which is development, and uh, operations and services. Uh, and so I think the, the, uh, within the past six, seven years, we have really changed in nature. Uh, we call that the services platform uh, at Nexity. And so real estate development is only part of what we do. It's a greater thing and a greater scale. Uh, and that has allowed us to grow uh, very mm. fast in, in, a, and in how the past has, decade. 
how uh, has innovation supported this strategy and this change? It, it has supported uh, this change in, in, in many ways. Uh, the first of which, uh, the fact that uh, many of these operators are, are or were startups at the time where, where we integrated them. Uh, and, and second of all, when you are an operator, um, you have to you have to be lean. Uh, of course, uh, uh, real estate development is a uh, is an old uh, line of work. It has been historically a very profitable one. Uh, services is is a, is a much leaner uh, line of work, and so uh, it has forced us to uh, be stronger on digital services, uh, to um, also. Uh, make some productivity efforts uh, within the past years. And so uh, it has changed the way we look at things uh, when we do our, our job as real estate developers as a whole. And so that's that's also part of what innovation is about. It's, it's moving yeah. uh, and, and changing the way you used to do things traditionally. Yeah, a, a culture of, of change. Um, leading uh, this uh, innovation strategy, what was your, your best decision, actually? And maybe, if I may, uh, the one that you would do differently today? Uh, I think it's a good question. Uh, and um, interestingly, I think the answer is, is the, the same thing. <laughs> um, it's the probably the innovation challenge that I, I mentioned earlier. Uh, I think that uh, has been a huge kick in the innovation culture at Think City. So we we had uh, hundreds of people uh, participating in this in this internal challenge, uh, either individually or by teams. Uh, so it it has been a great success internally, uh, but I think we weren't selective enough, uh, and so many of the projects that were presented or selected even uh, were more internal innovation pro projects. Um, and what we really wanted to do uh, with that was to uh, uh, to feed a startup studio with really the, the idea of developing new companies uh, mm. and, and new, new lines of work. Um, and so uh, that, that effort sort of uh, faded in time um, yes. because we, we didn't have any enough uh, companies and startups to account for with... with mm. uh, uh, with successes, and so um, I think that's that's one of the lessons I, I learned there is that if you want to do innovation properly, you have to be in fact very very selective about uh, what you choose to do because it takes much time and effort, and it's it's rarely a quick win. And so if you want to sustain that effort on the long run, um, you have to make sure that everything is 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 weighted uh, properly at the start. Of course, you have to move fast, break things, change, pivot, yes. test and learn. <laughs> but uh, the, 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 the initial pitch has to be a good one. Um, and that's mm, also the, the, the remark I made about the, the start collaboration, collaboration with, with, with startups. If it's artificial from the start, it will yes. never work. Mm, interesting. Um, so today, if, if we look at innovation today in many real estate companies, most of them actually, environmental innovation has become the focus number one. Uh, how is uh, Next City active in that field and uh, does it change the way you are doing innovation maybe? Well, uh, environment is, is the, I mean, carbon performance and environment at large. Mm. Are really part of what we do now. It's 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 not it's not a challenge for our work. It is the work. Um, so it's it's really a big thing. Um, uh, innovation is really part of that process. Uh, since we have to look about uh, new construction methods, 
um, and new approaches to uh, to urban planning uh, in more general ways. For example, if you have to look at biodiversity, uh, and and it's one of the rare fields in which we actually do some R and D. We we retest new materials, uh, new construction processes. Um, and, and some of the most promising things in the, this particular field of work uh, are actually quite low-tech. Uh, it's interesting. Mm. So if you want to do a low-carbon building, technically there are two ways to do this. Uh, either you pile up sensors uh, and, and you make sure that it's a highly technical, technological uh, building, or, or on the other hand, you take things away and make it very simple and you rely on architecture. Uh, so that's one of the comp- concepts that we are developing right now uh, called the essential uh, building. It's it's a, a building category was was um, developed by uh, uh, Baumschläger, which is which is an uh, Austrian uh, architecture company, uh, which relies uh, on 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 walls and in the in the shape of the building uh, to optimize uh, the the temperature inertia and make sure that you can have a building where without heating or uh, air conditioning, you can stay between 22 and 26 degrees all year round. Uh, so it's both a very complicated building, but it's a very low-tech approach to uh, carbon mm-hmm. performance. You're not the first one to, to mention low-tech. It's, it's really interesting. Um, but maybe with the context of uh, scarcity of resources, inflation, do you think that um, it will accelerate change within offices and residential housing, with may- maybe more co- controlling of uh, uh, facility management, energy management? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it, 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 it will have to. Uh, uh, as you have seen, uh, France and Europe more generally will, will be facing a gas shortage uh, probably next winter and a and few winters after that. So we, we have to make uh, energy consumption uh, uh, a big thing in, in real estate property management. Uh, and of course, tech uh, is part of the answer. Uh, if you have uh, uh, thermostat management uh, equipment and you can uh, manage the, the building temperature and, and your uh, housing unit temperature uh, degree by degree, of course, that's very helpful in the way mm. you will manage energy consumption uh, and, and in, in uh, more generally all uh, the sensors and energy monitoring technologies are now really part of what we do. Uh, of course, it's about the way you build the the, the apartments and, and, and the building, uh, but it's very much about the way you manage it and the relationship with the, the tenants and the education and the way uh, you, you utilize uh, the buildings. Um, and, 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 it's, and it relates to what we are now, which is both a developer and, uh, and a building manager. Mm. Uh, and so we can play on both scales to make sure that we are carbon uh, uh, neutral in, in in the, in the years to come. Yeah, so the, the importance of operations. Yeah. Um, when we prepared for this podcast, you told me that it was actually tough for tech to disrupt uh, real estate because in real estate, there's no such thing as industrialization. What, what did you mean? Uh, do you think that PropTech is doomed uh, in this industry? No, I, I, I'm not, of course, saying that PropTech <laughs> is doomed. I think PropTech is, uh, has as many beautiful years uh, ahead of it. I'm, I'm just saying it's very hard uh, to change the way we we build uh, 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 in terms of methods and processes, uh, of course, buildings now don't look uh, like they, they, they used to uh, a few decades ago. But uh, 
but the, the the way we build uh, has been very uh, steady uh, in the past even 50 years. I mean, since post-World War II. And so they are, uh, real estate is one of the few lines of work where there has been no productivity uh, breakthroughs. Uh, in fact, productivity has declined in, since the 90s uh, within real estate and construction. Um, and so uh, I think there are few reasons for that. The first one is that it's a, it's a, it's a very atomistic market uh, uh, with smaller companies uh, and it's harder for them to invest. Uh, and to be at the industrial scale. And the second one is, of course, that you have to federate a lot of these smaller companies around the mm. project. Um, and it's very hard to implement new technologies and new ways of doing business and doing the work. Um, and for example, that's, that's why one of the uh, big technological promises of uh, the past 15 years, which was uh, BIM, uh, building intelligent mm. modeling, is, is sort of right now just coming of age. It's been very, very long. Uh, because it, it was very hard to deploy with so many uh, small companies to to, to federate uh, and to work with, and so I think PropTech has a future. But it's 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 no wonder why it has made much more progress in the digital services uh, and and not in construction itself and in construction techniques because it's so hard um, to go at the industrial scale the scale there. And, and are you interested in, the, in some of the current trends that uh, uh, we are observing on the market? Um, of, well, I'm quoting metaverse, cybersecurity, blockchains. Uh, what's your take on them? We look at all of them. Uh, <laughs> so it, it, that's our responsibility as a market leader and, and, and of course, as a, um, as a, as a, as a city uh, observer. Um, so metaverse, to just to take the first example that you uh, mentioned, is of course uh, a thing we look at. For now, I think uh, as as most reasonable people would consider, we we think that it's a it's first of all a good marketplace. Um, so we look at it uh, uh, for distribution need. I think it's a great mm -hmm. storefront, uh, and it's and it's a great experience for. Um, for 3D, I mentioned earlier that, of course, most of the new buildings that we um, have on offer uh, don't exist yet. So it's very important to be good about the way we, we have uh, virtual twins uh, and propose them to, to our customers. Um, and so uh, we look at Metaverse. I, I don't really believe in, in just right now, uh, in Metaverse as a... Um, as a new as a new earth and new field mm. uh, and so uh, we haven't uh, uh, yet uh, uh, chosen to to buy some land on the metaverse because i think it's a, it's 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 not part of what we do and what we are we just need uh, uh, to to buy a real estate in which pe people can actually really work with and, and, <laughs> and live in um, uh, but we look at that of course we uh, uh, look at uh, all the, the digital uh, innovations that are uh, trending right now. And I think, uh, for example, digital identity yes. is, is part, uh, mm. needs to be part of our strategy because it, it's going to be a very important uh, keystone in, in the way you can op both operate the building. Of course, if you have a strong identity, uh, a digital ID, you can, you can access some more sophisticated services within the buildings. And of course, in the way people can and manage their uh, the real estate investments, for example, 
uh, with digital services platforms where you could uh, technically manage your portfolio and, and your patrimony with uh, uh, a more direct access uh, if you can have a strong digital idea. Yeah. So that's part of the long-term innovation uh, processes that we try to stay up to date. Was one uh, experiment where you, you were very at the forefront of the market. Uh, you, you, you've led experiment on Li-Fi. Uh, it's telecom technology relying on light to bring connectivity. Uh, it's very top-notch technology. Why did you start exploring this? What return did you observe? Uh, we, we, we started exploring Li-Fi because we have, uh, we, or at least we used to have very specific demand from uh, people who were uh, worried about, of course, uh, uh, Wi-Fi waves. Uh, mm-hmm. So Li-Fi is, of course, it's just light. So there's no, uh, there's no wave exposure. And, and for example, if you uh, have to work in a building where there's a kindergarten, uh, you're very limited in the way you, you use Wi-Fi, traditional Wi-Fi. So Li-Fi is part of the answer uh, when you're looking at specific needs and specific buildings uh, with kids, with uh, elderly people, uh, in in a healthcare environment, for example, and it's also very interesting in terms of uh, confidentiality. You mentioned cyber cyber security just mm. before. Uh, Life five cannot be intercepted as a, a traditional Wi Fi uh, network would, and so there are specific lines of works, for example, attorneys, uh, law firms. Uh, that are interesting in deploying uh, Li-Fi in their premises for uh, confidentiality and cybersecurity security reasons. So that's that's part of the uh, uh, small things that we can add to uh, uh, a building and make make sure that it's the perfect fit uh, for the for the tenants and the, the people who want to uh, work or live there. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think it's I mean, you're right to mention it. It's it's a it's a small experiment, but it's it's I think it's highly representative of the way we approach innovation and and, uh, and the future of housing and the future of work. Well, you give me a great conclusion. Thank you very much, uh, Fabrice Aubert, for uh, uh, sharing uh, on all these insights. Uh, I take away uh, your, your, your advice on selecting what you really want. I think that's a, a key uh, advice that we can take from this interview. Uh, unfortunately, time has come to, to say uh, au revoir. I wish you, of course, the best for your next uh, innovation endeavors. I've been Blandine Lafargue for PlaceTech with uh, Fabrice Aubert, Deputy Managing Director of Nexity. Thank you very much. Thank you all for listening. And uh, of course, stay tuned on PlaceTech. Bye-bye.